So how has Coach Autry done this season? Let's talk about it right here on Locked on Syracuse. You are Locked on Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, welcome in. Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen of every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, so I teased it. Let's grade Coach Autry, shall we? Let's do it together. You and me, let's do it. And I know it's February 22nd. I understand that there is still time left in the regular season. I get it. There is still an ACC tournament. And we'll see if there's anything after, whether it's NCAA tournament or there's the NIT. I get it. It's still a little bit early for it. Having said that, it's still fun to to grade him, to grade Coach Autry and how he's doing now, and then look back on this at the end of the season and see how right or wrong I was and how right or wrong you were, because I'm sure you guys have your opinions on him right now. I'm going to give my grade at the end, right? You know, you got to stick around to, to hear my grade on Coach Autry. I think some positive factors for him. First of all, he was put in a very difficult position. He's taking over Coach Jim Beheim, who's one of, if not the greatest, one of the greatest coaches in all of college basketball. Period. End of story. One of the greatest. I mean, his his run, 47 years, was truly remarkable. And I can't imagine what it was like for Coach Autry to now be the new guy coming in. That's an incredibly difficult position. Having said that, some of the things that I I like that that he's done so far, he's got that impressive win. The first top 10 win in Syracuse history since 2019 when the Orange beat North Carolina in a huge upset. And his game plan for that game was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, he he told the team to play with a little bit of a slower tempo. That forced North Carolina to play in the half-court offense, and they were a lot different in the half-court than if they were getting out and running in transition. Simple as that, because North Carolina is a bigger, faster team, and so he had to slow them down. That was the game plan, and it worked. It was It was perfect, and they won the game. So he's got that going for him. I also think that Coach Autry, he's, despite taking over for a legend, he has a firm grasp on this team. This is his team. Make no mistake about it. And the reason why I think that is because of the whole Benny Williams situation. To do what Coach Autry did in year one to one of the elder statesmen on the team shows a lot of courage to me. It does. 
because he could have easily said, you know, Benny Williams is a junior. Syracuse doesn't have a lot of upperclassmen on the team. They need him. But at the end of the day, coach was like, you know what, Benny? Your standards are are not – you're not living up to standard here at Syracuse University, and you're dismissed from the basketball team. I should clarify, basketball team, not from the university itself. To me, that shows a lot of guts and that he still did that. And it holds it holds everyone in the locker room accountable. You know, you don't want to spread fear in the locker room, but at the same time, you know, you want to let everyone know who's boss. And Coach Autry let everyone know in that instance that he's the boss of Syracuse basketball. Make no mistake about it. Also, I understand that they're not going to probably make the tournament this season. And that definitely weighs him down a little bit, right? You know, because this is Syracuse basketball and, and making the tournament every year should be given. But having said that, so so that's going to weigh him down, right? It's going to weigh him down a little bit. But having said that, you know, I don't want, I don't know what you want him to do with this current roster. He's not a miracle worker, and I don't think any coach is a, is a miracle worker. I don't know what you want him to do, right? You can't ask a guy to make chicken salad out of beef. You can't do it. That that it's just not it's not feasible. How? how you can't do that. You can't turn a chicken into a piece of a piece of meat, piece of steak. How's that possible? Right? Coach Autry's not a, a, a he's not a miracle worker. This roster, you know, he has a little he had a little bit of say in it going into the season, but again, he's taking over for Coach Beheim. And Coach Beheim had more of a say than Coach Autry did. And remember how that whole situation ended. It was not like everyone knew that coach that, that Bayheim was going to retire. We didn't know that he was going to retire until the end of the year. So we didn't have all this time to prepare it. So this is going to be his first full off season to make this roster truly his own. It's truly his own. Some of the factors I think that weigh him down, as I alluded to, not making the tournament this year, barring a miracle run, it has to count against him a little because you know what? This is Syracuse basketball and it should be a given in making the tournament. And that's why I said next year is tournament or bust. There are no excuses for Coach Autry and Co. There's none. Other things that weigh him down, I mean, some of the losses that they've had this season, I mean, if they turn those into wins, Syracuse might be on the bubble. There's, they might be on the bubble right now. I mean, Georgia Tech loss wasn't very good. It was just sloppy, not a good game. The, the 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 horrible showing at Wake Forest when the team lost by 29 to Wake Forest. I mean, like, come on. I know Wake Forest is pretty decent, but 29 points to Wake Forest. I mean, you're better than that, guys. So that's got to count against Coach Autry a little. And then the Florida State game after the Miami buzzer beater was not ideal. Definitely a letdown as well. Kind of similar to the Georgia Tech game in that it just was a letdown and Syracuse just didn't have it. So looking back on everything that I just said, you know, feel free to give your grade below on what you think Coach Autry deserves so far for this season. I know it's early and I'll be doing a an end of season grading of Coach Autry. 
I think that he deserves a B. I think he deserves a B. I think that's a pretty good grade for Coach Autry. When you factor everything in, I know I'm grading maybe a little bit on a curve because, you know, not making the tournament should weigh you down significantly, but it is year one. He's a first-time head coach. I'm willing to give him that pass. So I I can, I'm going to give him a B. Yeah, I'm going to stick by it. A B is a proper grade in my mind for Coach Autry and the job he's done so far. But next season, he ain't getting a B if they don't make the tournament. Period. End of story. Now, speaking of teams that are going to make the tournament, Syracuse women's basketball. Newsflash. That didn't come across, right? Let me say that again. Newsflash. That team had a two-year turnaround. So the blueprint is there. And I'll be talking about the state of Syracuse women's hoops next. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you all for sticking around here. It's time to talk a little bit a little bit about the state of Syracuse women's basketball. As I alluded to, this is a team that is really, really, really good. And that it only took them two years. It only took two years for them to be in this position. Right now, as it stands, if you look at the latest bracketology, Syracuse is a top four seed. Now, why is this significant? And I understand if you don't know, and and please feel free to ask questions about, about women's basketball and everything like that, right? Why is a top four seed in women's basketball significant for the NCAA tournament? Well, it's because if you're a top four seed, you get to host two home games in the actual tournament. That means that as it stands right now, there will be two NCAA tournament games in the Dome. And Syracuse is going to be playing in those games. So you get to be the host. You get to be the host. So that's significant. And this was a team going into the year that was maybe projected to be on the bubble, right? Last year, they were an NIT team. The year before that, they were atrocious. 
The year before that, they were atrocious. I was in the Dome when Syracuse played Louisville two years ago. And Louisville put up 100 points. And I'm telling you, it might have been the worst display of basketball I have ever seen. It was awful. Syracuse looked absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. And this two-year turnaround, last year, Coach Felicia Leggett-Jack, she she came in and she changed the culture around the entire team, and they make the NIT tournament. They They were in a lot of games, but they couldn't quite finish in the fourth quarter. And that's another thing with women's basketball. Games are in quarters, not halves like in the men's game. They couldn't really close out games in the fourth quarter last year. And that's ultimately why they they maybe that's ultimately why they didn't make the NCAA tournament. If they close out some of those games, they make it. But they didn't, and they were NIT and it was year one. Year two, their projected bubble. Their projected bubble team going into the year. And slowly but surely, this team has climbed. Climb to the point where they're now a top four projected seed in the NCAA tournament. That's remarkable. Truly remarkable. I mean, they're fun. They're exciting to watch. I If you're not following the Locked on Syracuse Twitter account, I highly suggest you to. And once again, I'll leave the, the Twitter handle in the description below. I ran a poll on there yesterday, along with several other polls, about who the best player at Syracuse is right now, any sport. DeAsia Fair won that poll, or she's currently winning it, and she it's currently an insurmountable lead. She's going to win it. She's one of the best players in women's college basketball. And if you're trying to compare the women's team and the men's team, you know, getting a player like DeAsia Fair on the men's side would certainly help their cause in turning their season or turning their program around. But the point is, is that the blueprint is there. The blueprint is there. Now, having said that, expectations change. And now that this team has gone for me from a fun story to, okay, now there's actual expectations here with this team. And I think everyone's got to recalibrate their minds a little bit with them. Right? From fun story, cool, exciting to watch, as I almost knocked down my microphone here. Little blooper there for you. But we got to recalibrate our expectations on, on the Syracuse women's team. What should what I expect is I think making the ACC tournament final, that that should be an expectation. I think it's an expectation and a a deep playoff run in tournament, I think should also be an expectation. I don't think it's good enough anymore if this team loses in the round of 32. I don't think it's good enough. Yeah, it'd be a cool story, but, you know, going into the year, but not good enough to me anymore. It's gone from a really fun story, and this is what teams earn. I want to make this clear. This is no disrespect. This is this is earned right. Syracuse has earned this right to be to have higher expectations placed on them now. 
I think if that if this team doesn't make the Sweet 16, given where they're at right now, the season would be a failure. Now, if you're looking in the totality of the season and where they started in terms of where they ended and they end a little bit earlier, the whole year you wouldn't consider a failure. Sure. I would not consider the whole year a failure, but from right now at this moment on February 22nd, as I'm recording this at 10 a.m., if Syracuse were to lose before the Sweet 16, the season is a total failure from this point. But again, that comes with being good. That comes with being great. The better you are, the more expectations you're going to have. And I believe that this team has certainly earned it. And another team that has earned it is Syracuse men's lacrosse because that team is absolutely rolling. And we're going to talk about it next. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Hey, if you believe in what Coach Brown is doing with Syracuse football, you can go on FanDuel and bet on its over-under win total for the season right now, which is currently at six and a half wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And it's time to close out the show with the state of Syracuse men's lacrosse. Another team that has climbed out of the, the, the depths of Tartarus. If you don't know that, it's a, uh, a Greek god reference. To now where it is today, which is currently the sixth best team in the country. Kind of like the women's team, the, the women's basketball team. A few seasons ago, this team was Awful, awful, worst year in program history. And then last year, they bring in the best, they bring in the best freshman class in the country, headlined by the number one player in Joey Spelina. And now this season, you bring in Jake Stevens and Christian Mule and all those transfers. Billy Dwan has a bigger role now, and he was a five-star player last year, but didn't play all that much. And Joey Spelina, who's just getting better and better and better by the moment, the guy right now is second in the country in points per game. He's that talented. He's that good. He's certainly living up to the hype right now. And that's why Syracuse is sixth in the country right now. This is a team that is, if you want to make a cross-sport comparison here, Syracuse men's lacrosse is like Alabama football. That's how dominant this program is. Historically. 
some of the greatest players ever in lacrosse history have played at Syracuse University. And the last few seasons weren't up to standard at all. But this year, this team is deeper. They can score. They can defend. They got a brick wall in net in Will Mark. And right now they're riding high. They're four and one. They're coming off a dominant win against Utah the other day, or yesterday rather, 18 to seven. Crushed Utah. Absolutely crushed them. And in their biggest test of the season against Maryland, it was a a back and forth contest. Back and forth. And Christian Mule tied it at the end of the game at 12. And then, you know, you could talk all about, you know, the 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 rule that, you know, Syracuse should have won, right? We can talk all about the rule and and landing in the crease and everything like that. But that was a back and forth game. And my takeaway from that one was. I think this program's back. Like, I know they didn't win. But in years past, they just didn't... When they played against this type of competition in a school like Maryland, they just didn't have... They didn't have the firepower to compete. They didn't have it. They didn't have it. Now I think they do. I totally think they do. And you're looking at a team right now where Memorial Day should really be the expectation. That should be your expectation for Syracuse men's lacrosse right now. They're that good. I think they're back. I think they're totally 100% back. And if you guys agree with that, or you disagree with that, feel free to let me know. Comment below in, in the comment below, right? Because... That effort they showed against Maryland, the way they they have looked so dominant against the other teams that they've played. And remember after after game one, if you remember last season when this team played Vermont in in the first game of the year, it was a 7-5 slugfest. And Syracuse won the game, but it was a slugfest. This year, they crushed Vermont. I mean, 20-7. And I know it's Vermont. I get it. I I totally understand that. I, I can't say Syracuse is back because they beat Vermont. Point taken. I got it. If you recall a couple years ago, Syracuse blew out Holy Cross and ended up going having their worst season ever, right? I understand. But at the same time, this year they beat them 20 to 7 in the first game of the year. And last year, Syracuse beat Vermont 7 to 5 in the first game of the season. They're blowing the team, every team that they have played that is not very good. They have done their job. They have completely blown them out. Completely. Colgate, no chance. Manhattan, no chance. Utah, no chance. Maryland was the only one where they played against real competition here. And they didn't just hold their own. They actually really won the game, but lost the game on a technicality. They lost on a, on a technicality. They lost on a rule that isn't very good. It's not. It's not a great rule. And they lost. It happens. And you kind of have to shake it off and move on. And that's exactly what this team did. 
It's exactly what this team did, right? They just blew out Utah. So going forward, when you look at their schedule, they're four and one right now. They they should beat Army coming up next Wednesday. They should beat High Point the game after. And then we'll see what happens from there. I mean, that already is six wins. It's already six wins right there. So, you know, Johns Hopkins is probably going to be a tough one, right? That's currently the ninth best team in the country. It's going to be away from home. But again, I mean, this is a team that can easily win that game. Delaware, Hobart, they're going to win those games. What else is there to say about Syracuse men's lacrosse right now? That I haven't. They got one of the they got one of the deepest teams in the country. They got one of the best players in the country in Joey Spelina. They got a great goalie in Will Mark. This team has all the ingredients to be there on Memorial Day. And if it's not there, that would that would not be very good. It would be I, I, I don't know what there is to say if they're not at Memorial Day. I mean, they better they better have lost another game like Maryland. They better have lost in that type of fashion for me to be okay with that. Because this team has all the talent to win. They They truly do. Dare I say, can they win the national championship? Can they do that? That would be pretty nice. I'm saying that it's possible. But Memorial Day, that's what I think. I think Syracuse should be there on Memorial Day. I truly do. Currently sixth in the country right now. There's no reason why they can't be there. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening here on Locked on Syracuse. Coming up tomorrow, I released a ton of polls on the Locked on Syracuse Twitter. And once again, I've said it multiple times during the podcast Uh, I will leave the link in the description to follow the Twitter. I post a lot on there. I will answer one of those polls. I won't tell you which one, but I will answer one tomorrow. So stick around. Thank you guys all for listening.